When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Nobody's Favorite Podcast. And once again, we have one of our favorite people, the great, the esteemed Jared Sensei Wright. Talk to the people, man. Yo, yo, what's good? Happy to be back on Nobody's Favorite Podcast. It's been a fantastic couple weeks, man. Like I said, man, just how you doing now? I'm all right, man. I'm all right, man. I'm even better getting kick it with you, man. Catch up on some things. Um, spend a little time with people. It's always good. It's always good. It's always good. Um, yes, sir. I, I had a, I had <laughs> I had a topic I wanted to discuss today, and I wanted I wanted to discuss it with you, bro. I wanted to discuss it with you. I feel honored that that you feel safe to have this conversation with me on your platform. Well. I feel you are one of my favorite people. You are one of my trusted. Uh, I, I feel like your family, bro. I feel like I can call you family. I feel like we've um we've crossed that threshold, and uh, yeah, that's that's us now. That's that's where we are. I, I agree. Nice, 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 nice. I'm not in this alone. I'm not in this alone. I'm not in this relationship alone. It's great. Nah. It's always great. It's mutual, man. It's mutual. Reciprocity mutual. is so important. And you got yes. it. Yes. Reciprocity, bro. I tell people about it all the time. But um, yeah, you know. It'd it be like that. But uh, I wanted to talk to the people today. And I wanted to talk to them about something that is going on in my life. Let me get this mic a little closer. It's going on in my life. And for the people who know me, you know that. You know, I had kids young and I moved, I moved away from home at a young age and I um, live in Pennsylvania. I don't live in New York, but I'm from New York. So it's always been a little, little different. You know what I mean? Um, living here, especially I have kids here now. So kind of relocated myself. Um, but what people do not know, and this is what we're going to talk about today, is that I have my son at 17. My son is now 17, and, 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 and won't he do it? God has blessed me with a child who has followed in his father's footsteps. And now your boy, at the ripe age, the ripe young age of 35, is going to be a grandpappy. It's insane. It's insane. Oh, my goodness. That's what, that's what I brought you here to talk about today, bro. Yeah, man. I know. Get your chinos heavy, and your fedoras ready. Bro, bro. Go get you, it's, you know, your Nike jumpsuit. Yo, when's bingo night? I need to know, like, all listen, the old people shit, bro. I need to know all the old people shit. Listen, I'm all looking at people. stuff right now. They said you're going to be on TikTok with your grandchild. <laughs> Doing hard dances. Man's real funny. Man's is real funny. But that's why I brought you here, because I needed you to... um. <laughs> To help me, help me uh, evaluate the situation that I'm dealing with. I needed a little, <laughs> I need a little insight, man. I mean, I know you luckily are not dealing with this issue, but as a level-headed individual and a father yourself, to a to a, to a wonderful, yes. wonderful young 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 man. Um, I appreciate that. No, no, no. We appreciate him, man. We appreciate him. Um. But yeah, I, I I just want to go over a couple of things that I think is going to happen in life, and then you can mm. maybe help me out with these things, man. Okay. Let's talk about so, it. Let's talk so about. Let's, it. let's run through it. it. So, being a uh, a soon to be, an what is that? What am I like? An aspiring grandfather? I don't know. What would that? What would that make me? <laughs> I'm not yet. So, but, uh, you said you said an aspiring. <laughs> I mean, it depends on how you, it depends on who you ask. So some people may, some people say, you know, womb to the tomb. So they're saying you're already a grandfather now. 
Which I think is mm. what you've kind of been treating it as. Okay. Like y'all went y'all y'all went out ahead and y'all, you know, met said person. Um yeah. and y'all are stacking things up to the earthly arrival of your grandchild. Um yes. so some people would say it's already started for you. Hmm. The journey has begun. Right. Like you're you're now in a stage where uh I you know, I know you're big on like war and tactics and all that type of stuff. So mm-hmm. the war has been declared. It's now ready to get the troops ready. Problem is the nigga's troops was too ready. And that's what got him in this fucking situation. That's the fucking problem right there, okay? That's the goddamn problem. But I digress. <laughs> yeah, man. So I, I think I think you're on you're you're already on the clock. I think you're dealing with some things that make that really relevant for you and really real. Um and you know she's gonna have to start taking like prenatal vitamins and things like that. I mean it's like you know or she should, um, yeah, OB, yeah. OB appointments, all that sort yeah, of stuff. Yeah, I mean hopefully, hopefully be... they're they're making sure like they're staying on top of these things. Um, I can only hope that they're being responsible. I mean they were they weren't responsible up to this point, but I can only hope <laughs> that they're being responsible in the sense of like dealing with this properly there's no reason to uh bring a child into this world into a hostile situation you know so um but yeah man i being somebody who didn't grow up with a with my father my biological father i grew up with my my sister's father i didn't i didn't know like a father's like like what a father was supposed to teach you necessarily growing up Mm. you know what i mean um Mm -hmm. My stepfather was great, you know what I mean? But we had much more of like a friendship than, you know what I mean? So I learned everything I know about fatherhood on my own, like pretty much just doing the opposite of what my I saw that my father did. He left me. He wasn't there for this. He wasn't there for that. He wasn't there for this. So I made sure I was there for those things or at least tried my mm-hmm. best to be. And yep. I feel the same way now. I feel like I need to, try my best to be, even if my son is not going to be in the, the, the girl's life. Well, of course he's going to be in her life, but not, even if they're not going to be together, I feel like I need to like, you know, hey, if you need anything, hit me up. You know what I mean? This is, if, if the baby needs a jacket or if they, you know, whatever, some clothes or crib, a mattress, something, something, whatever, you know what I mean? Hit me up if you need help. So I feel like kind of like a sense of duty, I guess, to that, mm-hmm. if that makes any sense. Yep. yep. So, and that kind of came on like, once he confirmed the news, because I heard the news before I spoke to him about it. And when I asked him about it, and he confirmed it, like a sense of like, like, whoa, like now there's even now you now you've got even more people to look after. Now you've got even more responsibility. So like some things started like changing in my brain and you know, a lot of I don't know. It was it was it was just a different feeling, man. A very different feeling. Yeah, I think that, you know, obviously, you know, due to your past experiences and things like that, you know, we talk a lot about, or I talk a lot about relying on your village. Um, and that's one of the things as, as a man that isn't talked about enough, I think, is that sometimes we got to swallow our pride mm-hmm. to get things done that the family needs. Yeah. Um, give you an example. And it doesn't have to do with, with like what's going on with you personally. But like, you know, some people be like, hey man, I, I can never be a janitor. But if you need to be a janitor to put food on the table for your family, you need to swallow your pride. There's yeah. like, there's nothing that's beneath you to provide. Yeah. Um, and some of that is just asking for help. Like some of that is just lying on your village and saying, hey, like, 
Financially, I need you. Emotionally, I need you. Physically, I need you. Mentally, I need you. Mentally, she needs you. Physically, she needs you. Um, and I don't have it right. Um, I, I only have what I can provide for the people that's in my household. Um, I can't extend. And so, you know, having people in your corner that can provide support um, is, is keen. I think over the next, you know, 18 years for that, for that child, 19 years for that child as, as they're growing, if they need it, you know what I mean? Obviously if they, if they don't need it, then, um, I read a book last year called, uh, what is it called? Strong and weak. I think it was something like, something like that, where they talked about flourishing in life is when you're operating in a space of strength and weakness at the same time. Mm. And I didn't understand it when I read it. Um, but it was almost like when you watch somebody do a, well, one of the examples in the book was when you watch somebody do a stunt, let's say, and there's a net at the bottom. It's not as impressive. It is not as much of an intense journey than if the net gets removed. So like they're doing the exact same thing, but there's no net now. So the, the 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 weakness that's at risk is death. And so you're watching this person do this death-defying thing, and there's no safety net. So if they mess up, they die. Yeah. And when you watch it, you're like, right? But when there's people who are watching yeah. the same exact thing, but there's a safety net, yeah. it's just not as impressive. And true. You're you're living that now where you don't need to be the person that doesn't have the safety net because you're not trying to impress anybody. Um and you need to kind of stay in that box. Okay. I mean, you're absolutely right. I mean, I feel like I'm just so worried that, because I know all the mistakes I made, you know what I mean? When I was a little younger, when I was that age. And I know he's going to make a lot of, if not all the same mistakes, but I'm trying to be the support system that he didn't have or that I didn't have mm-hmm. when I had him. You know what I mean? And not to say that my mom didn't help or there wasn't any anybody to help, but I didn't have many people. And the people who I did have weren't in back then weren't really in positions where they could help much. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So once the baby shower stuff ran out, it was like, fuck, like minimum wage was really low back then. It was like a fucking, I'm working at McDonald's making like $7 an hour. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like now you work at McDonald's in California, $20 an hour. Other places, 15, 13, 15, like more than double. Some, some places triple what I was making at the time. So yeah, it's, I'm trying to make sure that he doesn't have to go through the struggles that I did, but at the same time, I don't want to enable him. You know what I mean? I don't want him to make, make him, I'd make him feel like, well, if I don't get it, my dad will. You know what I mean? I still want him to feel that sense of urgency where like, shit, I gotta, I gotta make this happen. I gotta make this happen. Like feel like he doesn't have anybody else there to, so he has to make, he has to do it, like get it done, but still knowing that he does have somebody there. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's got, you're his safety net. Essentially you're his safety net. I am. Um, I am. And it's it's a huge it's 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 something that I haven't had to be challenged with. I think that the great thing about it is I guess there's two things. One, you can anticipate his mistakes. Mm-hmm. Cause he's gonna make the same ones that you that you did. Yeah. yeah. Um so you can anticipate and plan, properly plan on his failures. Mm-hmm. Um, which is oversight that you didn't have and nobody had for you at that age. I think the yeah. second thing is you can provide perhaps the grace and mercy for him that you didn't provide for yourself. And the only reason why I say that, and obviously I didn't know you at that time, I just know you now. 
And I know you don't have a lot of grace and mercy for yourself. And so when he's making these mistakes, don't be so quick to get angry. Don't be so quick to jump into a conclusion uh, because it's what you expected and say, hey, like I was expecting you to touch this stove. Um, I've already got the bandage ready here. Now, don't do it again because I'm not going to be here the next time. Or you're going to have to figure it out the next time. Even though I'm available, you're going to have to figure it out because it's not my responsibility to pick up your pieces all the time. And it's just yeah. not. Even though, and I feel like you you're right. ultimately will have that weight on yourself. Like you'll feel like you, like you'll feel like you're failing your grandchild if you don't pick up the pieces that your son leaves behind but in fact you are because you're not properly setting up your son and that's a tough tough thing to balance i'm saying it like it's simple that Bro, is tough one and and then add into the mix all the the variables like the thing like when i'm telling him like when i'm giving him foresight like look don't do this i see what i see the decisions you've been making and i see where it's leading to don't do this because I know that's your next step. Don't do this because I did that. You're going to get fucked over. You know what I'm saying? It's going to make things difficult for you. And when things get difficult for you, they're going to be difficult for me because I'm the one that's pretty much backing you up with everything that you do. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. I know he's going to be messing up like that. I know he's going to, I'm going to tell him, don't do that. I'm going to tell him, don't touch the stove. He's going to touch it anyway. And that's what's going to piss me off. It's not going to be the situation of, oh, he yep. touched it. And then I gave him the lesson. I'm going to give him the lesson beforehand. He's not going to listen because mm -hmm. he never does. And mm -hmm. it's going to mm -hmm. frustrate me. You know what I mean? And honestly, I've become a different person lately. I've been really woosied out. <laughs> like, I've been calm, cool, collected. I don't, like, I don't be yelling and arguing with nobody no more. I'm proud of myself, bro. I'm really proud of myself. I'm proud of you, too. You. I'm proud of you, too. And I'm entering another part of my life. I feel like I'm entering this chapter of my life very, very early. But things happen when they happen and time is is what it is you know what i mean and what am i what am i gonna do you can't uncrack an egg right so i'm gonna go into this and i'm gonna deal with it how i have to deal with it and help him the best i can but at the same time i'm gonna know that it's gonna come with hardships you know what i mean because still a teenager like he still lives with me you know what i mean it's gonna be a whole lot of extra stuff so and he's living in his modern times so they don't, these kids don't really give a fuck about nothing, bro. So him maturing well, cold turkey somewhat is going to be very difficult for him yeah. and I. I, um, I can speak on some of my past experiences. So like when I turned 20, 20, I moved down to Georgia. And the first thing I did when I came down here, I was living with my uncle. Um, and he was like, you got to go get a job. He was like, you pretty much, you cannot be in my house. With my, with my wife not in my house and she's working and you not working. Your, your full-time job is to get a full-time job. You got to leave when she leaves. You can't come back until she comes back. It's like, oh, God. <laughs> so first day I get a job. First day I'm down here in Georgia, I get a job. I walk out. He's like, God. I was like, yo, I got a job. He's like, all right, great. Time to go get another one. Bro, what? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? I, like, I, I fulfilled the promise or the, the, uh, initial obligation <laughs> go get another one right like i've already checked the box like i'm chilling now i'm in georgia i'm in atlanta i just got down here lean with a rockwood was getting popping i'm trying to figure it out so uh when i got a second job and up until that point i made so many bad decisions that i came down to georgia on a, on like a 24-hour train ride with like the mindset that I'm not going to make any other decisions other than what people tell me for a little while and just kind of see how it go. Mm -hmm. But it was two years of bad decision making that led me to that point. And luckily for me, as frustrating as it was for my uncles and other men in my life, Still to this day, the other men in my life that were older men, I'm like, bro, y'all don't get it. Y'all like 60 is a different world now. 
Um, they have patience with me. They have the grace that I need. They be like, they just shake their head, be like, Jared, I told you how it was going to go. And you didn't listen. And now we collectively have to pick up the pieces. I'm going to help you. <laughs> I'm going to help you pick up these pieces. But what did you learn in this process? And I think that's a very frequent question I get asked by the, my mentors in my life is what did you learn? What did you learn? What did you learn? What did you learn? Well, I learned, I learned that I don't need to touch the oven when it's hot. I learned that if I am going to touch the oven, probably need to put on a mitt. I learned the importance of taking the extra step and walking to the other side of the kitchen to get the mitt so that when I reach my hand in this stove, I don't get burnt. Right. I also learned that getting burnt hurts a lot. <laughs> and I also we learned talk, that we, we still when using I get analogies burnt, or we, we talking about like sex. No, no, we no, I'm not doing that. We're still using analogies. We still we, we just using I've I've never, thank God, never <laughs> had neither. Thank that. the Lord. Oh um, my goodness. Thank God. Like, yeah, whoa, Lord. And if I ever do, I'm um, a one woman. But, if I ever do, it's the beef. Oh what? Arthur Fist. Arthur Fist. Um, but I think that, you know, as I as you go through those things with them, it's going to be repeated reminders, repeated things, repeated mistakes that they're, that he's going to make. Repeated mistakes that you made that you're like, dag on. Like, okay, I made this one for a long time. Um, and I think that the main thing for you would be because you're not going to prevent all of them is to just help him learn faster than you did. Like, okay, if it took me eight years to learn this, I want you to learn it at four. I don't want you to make four years of the same mistake that I made longer than you need to like yeah. learn what you need to learn and grow as a man. And cause you're not going to, you're not going to be able to take the eight years that you learned and reduce it down to one or zero. Like it's just not going to happen. He's going to have to go through those things as a man. He's going to have to have his mind changed through experience. Um, and if he's anything like his, if he's anything like his father, his, he going to stand on the hill that he's on for a long time. <laughs> Die on that hill. Stand uh, so long and, and legs just, get loud. It's just, it's just what it is, bro. If it is anything like his father, you know, I was talking to Crystal. Yeah, Justo's a smooth talker. I mean, he, you know, he can talk his way out of a situation like no problem. Like, oh, yeah. You know. Ain't no smooth talker. Um, I just tell the truth. The truth is smooth, she, baby. That's what she's. I'm just letting you know that she said that she was a smooth talker, bro. I'm just letting that's you know. That's crazy. She, so, so that's, 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 that means that when I talk, it's so, it's so. I don't know. I was like just, just in, in, in enchanting and intoxicating, and people just feel all the charisma. Damn, they feel charm. the charisma of vibrating. Char- yeah, the charisma, the charm. <laughs> yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? You I know try, what I'm saying? Try, That's how you got it. her. That's how you got her, man. Um. So, yeah. That's what I would say in regards to that. Like, you know, employ me. Hey, you don't want to hear from your dad? Call, call Jared. You don't want to hear from your dad? Call. Aziz, you know, call you know, call this person, call that person. Have people that where he can hear it from a different person, different man. Um, and I'd be like, you know, hey man, just I, I see what Justo was saying, I see what you're saying. I will probably do this, and it's probably you know, in the midst of like four different opinions about something, that the right answer for him is probably going to sit. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah. And hopefully you can take all of that wisdom and utilize it. Yeah, he's not a dumb kid. He's a smart kid. He um he knows what he's supposed to do. He just has trouble doing it. Like a lot of us. You know what I mean? We know 
we're supposed to do, what we slack off, especially in this day and age with these kids with this. If it ain't if it ain't instant like this, they don't they their their attention span just fades, boy. That oh, shit. If I listen. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I, I don't I don't have I don't have a million streams. After this podcast thing, I'm going back to the bank. Bro, <laughs> bro, bro. I'm trying. I'm trying. You know, you of all people know how hard I've been trying to change my ways to be more patient. I'm more tolerant. Not, not tolerant in the sense of like I don't like people, but tolerant with attitudes but, and with me not getting attitudes. Like I'm just doing my I, best. Can I, can I say something real quick? Yeah, sure. Can I say something? That's gonna show him more than anything you tell him. Like as you change, and as you start to become more patient and more of like the things that you want to become and you want him mm-hmm. to be, as you just start to do them, he's gonna be way more uh, acclimated to adopting those as well. Oh yeah, no, dad is. That is like killing it right now. I, I I was expecting him to blow up, and somehow I walked out of that conversation, and we still cool. Like this conversation would have been totally different a year ago. It's going to yeah. transform him over the years. Like, oh, I don't need to respond this way. I don't. I don't need to respond this way when you know I'm met with whatever the case may be. Like, and he sees that you're doing that stuff that you're telling him to do. I'm hoping, man. I'm hoping because it's gonna be, it's gonna be different. It's gonna be different. I'm hoping, man. I really do hope. When they see um, Grandpappy, Grand. That's crazy. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I want to be called yet. Yeah, man. I don't know. God, like, Lord willing, her she has a, a safe, full term pregnancy and everything's no problems, and you know the baby's born with like, born just period. You know what I mean? Healthy and everything i don't know what i want to be called bro i don't know i haven't i haven't i haven't narrowed it down yet i need people i'm gonna i'm gonna take suggestions i might do like an instagram poll oh can i can i suggest one already yeah yeah pop poppy justo poppy justo (laughs) poppy justo that's crazy that that might be kind of hard bro grandpa Abuelo, grandpappy. <laughs> yeah, man. Crazy, bro. Oh, man. But, you know, it is what it is. And, I mean, he's going to have to step up. He gonna, I mean, he's going to step up because, you know, that's just what he's going to have to do. Yeah, he will. I, got, I, got, sure I, got, I don't even know him, but I got confidence. I have the confidence in him, too, man. I got confidence. He's, he's shown me a lot of things have changed with him over the past couple of weeks. Um that we've had issues with each other. So, bro, can you speak to like, let's, let's actually, can you speak to what happened in your life when you found out that he was coming? Because I, I know for a fact the changes that happened in my life when I found out Jay was coming. Bro. So can you speak to like the things that changed you in that moment? So me, I was an in the streets knucklehead. That, first of all, that's what got me. I lived with my mother in New York, and I didn't know my dad growing up. But apparently, she found out where he was, and I was doing so bad in New York that she was like, "I know you don't know this nigga, but you're gonna about to go live with this nigga." So she sent me to live with him when I was 16, like literally three weeks before my 17th birthday. Right? So I moved out here, mm. met the girl across the street. One thing led to another, and. When she told me, right, so the day she tells me, I was one of those people who would sleep till like 12 noon, 1 o'clock, right? And I got a phone call, and I woke up out of my sleep with my loud-ass Nextel ringing. The Nextel's back then, you know, chirps and shit. So Nextel's ringing, and I'm like, fuck, she was loud as fuck. So I got up, answered, him like, yo, who's this? So it was my baby mom's. So who shall remain nameless. Anyway, so um, she's like, Hey, what's going on? I'm like, nah, what's up with you? Like, what's going on with you? She's like, shit. I'm like, all right, well, I'm like, what, what, what you doing? Where you at? She's like, oh, I'm at my sister's house. I'm like, all right, well, who's all there? So she's like, oh, it's just me, her, and your baby. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? She's like, yeah. I'm like, so I'm, I'm really, I'm thinking her and like my father, because 
he was trying to like really like be friendly with me at the time because we didn't really know each other. So my mother just sent me out here. So he's trying to like be buddy buddy with me to like make up for lost time or whatever. So I'm thinking like they doing some kind of prank. Like Punk was really big at the time with Ashton Kutcher and shit. So I'm thinking they're doing like some kind of prank yeah. to me. So I'm kind of like looking around for like cameras, like like little uh, house cameras or security cameras, or whatever he might have put up that he got from Walmart or some shit. But I don't see nothing. So I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, oh yeah, I took a pregnancy test and da da da. So in my mind, the first thing I thought of, bro, was how the fuck am I going to tell my mother? Mm. I wasn't thinking about this baby. I wasn't thinking about this girl. I was thinking about, first of all, I live in Pennsylvania. My mother lives in New York. I'm thinking about, like, <laughs> what is my mother going to do and or say when she finds out about this? That was mm. an intense situation. And I... I ended up having to leave school, get a job. I didn't graduate high school. I ended up getting a GED. I had to get a job. First job was at McDonald's, like so many other Americans. <laughs> Shout out McDonald's for giving me that. Um, I worked at McDonald's, working the drive through all that dumb shit for like minimum wage, $7 an hour. It was horrible. Fucking still going to school, waking up at like, six in the morning walking like three miles to the bus stop literally literally i got one of those old school fucking (laughs) real granddad stories bro woke up at six in the morning it was freezing cold fucking blistering cold snow everywhere i'm walking three miles in the snow to get to, to the school bus taking that school bus from that school to another school to go to school to to be there all day come back to get bussed back to this the first school 2.30, 2.30, walk another the three miles back to where I live, go to work from 3 p.m. to 11 p.m., go home, mm-hmm. go to sleep, wake up, and do it all the same the next day. It was horrible, bro. Horrible. The worst. But, I'm, but, I'm, but, you, but you were waking up at, like, noon before, up until yeah. that point. And then the, the, did you see the change? Waking up at saying? noon, doing nothing with the rest of my day to, like, being a productive right. member of society. So, <laughs> So like, it's it's just it just it just it's a trigger, bro. It's like a, yeah. Yeah. it's you are it like ready, set, boom, go. Like it's go time. Like it's go time. Now, uh, I had a similar experience, man. We found out Jay was coming. We were living in an apartment. I was working at the UPS store. I was making like ten fifty an hour down in Georgia. We was. So I thought I was doing all right. I was, I was like, about to say 1050. I, I was I'd have killed for that at the set time. <laughs> Splitting uh well, this was what 2012. So Okay, this was six uh, years after mine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I wasn't I wasn't killing it. Um, but it was enough to where, you know, I didn't need or any, you know, I didn't need or want for anything. Yeah. Um, but to him coming, I was like, I gotta change. Something's gotta change. So I left that job. I uh, got another job. Started working at UPS. It was like loading trucks. I realized that was for the birds. I was like, "Oh my god, I can't do this." Mm-hmm. Uh, man, I was just really bad at it. Like, I was horrible at reloading. Um, and One of those guys left man. there. Started working at a uh, Sprint, and uh, I, I always put the I would always put the box on the wrong truck. Like if yo if you if you live in like south georgia Damn. and your box was supposed to come on a monday and it didn't come on tuesday is because i was loading that truck um i put it on i put it on the wrong truck um but i say all that to say i left that job i went started working for sprint and i was working i was getting paid 10 50 an hour there but it was mm-hmm. with commission and then i started killing commission and it was all because Jay was coming. Like I would have been, I would have just stayed at the UPS store. There was nothing in my life that that required me to improve what I was doing day to day. Um, it was a motivation. He was on the way, man. similar to you. Yeah, yeah. It's like when you when you take on that weight, the way that you did, the way that I did, the way that I think your son is, and the way that you are describing to him the weight that he's now but what scares having me having to put on himself but what scares me is that we had different i felt i felt an obligation i mean obviously it's my child but i felt a different obligation cuz like i said i didn't grow up with my father i refused 
to let my son have the same, like my kid, I didn't know if it was a girl or a boy at the time, to let my kid have to deal with the same shit I dealt with. You know what I'm saying? Single parent home. Like I have my sister's father, but like I said, it wasn't necessarily my parent, more like a friend. I mean, he'd get me out of trouble with my mom and stuff like that. Um, but it, I just didn't want him, I don't want him to feel like he doesn't have to go as hard because he has. Like, to not to, be, to just to be like, okay, well, I'll take this $15 an hour job instead of being like, you know what? I want to get a $20 to $25 an hour job. I'll work harder to get that. But if $15 is going to get me by, fuck it, I'll just do that. You know what I'm saying? Because if I need help or my check is short one, we can know my dad's going to help. I don't want that to be like that. I don't want it to be a crutch. You know what I mean? I, I just want to be like a cool granddad, a cool, sexy granddad. You, you won't, but you won't, you won't, you won't, you won't. I mean, I think that that, I understand. And I agree. That's something I don't think you're going to be able to ever measure. It's just always going to be what. If that I'm a sexy granddad, you? I can measure it right now. Damn it. Where's Crystal? Ten out of ten, um, baby. <laughs> but no, um, no, his effort, his effort. I feel like effort is such a hard thing to measure, and the reason why I mm-hmm. say it. So, like, if you look at. If you look at LeBron James in the 2011 finals, or you look at Steph Curry, like one game he may shoot 10 for 10. And in the next game, he'll shoot one for 10. Mm-hmm. The game that he shot one for 10 on is not because he didn't try his best. <laughs> like, it's just, it's just not because he didn't try his best. You could walk away with oh, he's not giving as much effort today or, oh, he's not in the right state of mind or whatever the case may be. Um, You just won't ever know. And so I think that, you know, putting him up against that is going to be really, really tough. I think that you're right. You don't, you had a paranoia similar to mine where you didn't want to be an absentee father and you wanted to be supportive of your son. And yeah. you did. I, I I had paranoia about being a bad dad. I'll go that far because I didn't really have a dad from birth, so I didn't know really what the responsibility. I knew what the responsibilities by the time I got to like teenager years were, but like, do dads change diapers? I don't really see too many dads change diapers. Yeah, do dads I was feed, especially with the girl. Know, I was a little iffy with my daughter when she was born. I didn't know. I didn't. Yeah. Because even, when you, so even like, when you become a parent, if it's a boy, it's different from a girl. It's like hard to know what you would, what's supposed to be done and how it's supposed to be done. And Right. Right. So, you know, so those things were kind of sitting in your brain and you really didn't have anybody to affirm your, 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 the way you were doing things. It was always like, you know, especially for me, hold the baby neck up. I'm holding the baby neck. You ain't holding the baby. I'm holding the baby's neck, bro. Like, <laughs> relax. Mm -hmm. Um, but you, you'll be there to support him in the things that he's going to have doubts about himself in. I think that's even going even further where like you walk away, you walk out, you you know, you have a baby in America and then three days later you out the hospital and they're like, all right, bye. Good luck. Like there's no proper manual on how to raise children. You know what I mean? And so, you know, once again, it just leans back to the first point. Like, you got to have your people. You got to have the person that, you know, you're that person for him where you're like, hey, I don't need to, like, be here all the time because I don't have anybody that can watch my child. I can leave him with grandpappy. And and I can go out and take old girl out on a date, you know, once a month because that's important for our relationship. Yeah, I don't like grandpappy. And vice versa. I don't don't like how it sounds when you say it. Uh, okay. well, I'm I'm gonna just, have that baby call me OG. OG. OG Justo. Um, OG Justo. But OG, original grandpa? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, OGP. Um, yeah, that's wild. Um, but uh but yeah, man, I think that that is where I would kind of like. You know what I'm saying? Like you got somebody yeah. who can affirm, you got somebody who can, you know, give you some feedback 
in real time about what you think he's doing right versus what he thinks he's doing right. Because at the end of the day, I don't think people want to do the wrong thing on purpose. So I'm going to go in thinking that he's doing the wrong. If he's doing the wrong thing, he's thinking that that's the right thing. And having those conversations about why there's a better way to do it or a different way to do it. Yeah. This is, yeah, that's, and you've I mean, learned that's true. this over the last 17 years. And you only know this because you've been a veteran. You're a veteran in the game. Bro, I mean, at the, at the same time, just like you're saying, I'm there to reassure him. At, like, this is why I needed you on the show, because I needed reassurance. You know I mean, I need like I know what I want to be there to do and what I have to be there to do and what I should be there to do. But I also am only human and have my own things going on. So I also need a little motivation and inspiration. <sighs> Aspiration before I go through some asphyxiation. <laughs> yeah, man, you straight, bro. You be y'all. Y'all are going to be great, man. Y'all are going to be great. Um, you, 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 you're on the right path. Everybody's seeing the right types of changes in your life. Without, It's so crazy how a year almost to the day you start a walk and then you, you, you come into a space now totally transformed in a way and you're probably approaching this thing like totally different. Like, yeah. how you, but like, unexpected <laughs> i mean i'm pretty sure it was expected of me to be like wilding out like calling them all types of names like just being the typical young minority parent soon to be grandparent you know what i mean like but i just felt like and it wasn't about me you know what I'm saying? I feel like most when most parents you know, find out they're gonna be grandparents and they're young, they think about themselves. Oh my God, I'm I'm too young. I'm too young to be a grandmother or a grandfather. Yeah. Well, yeah. if you're too young, what do you think about your kid? Your kid's super too young. You know what I'm saying? So that's something that popped into my mind. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm not gonna be selfish about the situation. You know what I mean? I'm gonna just try to help and try to be there. Like when we met the girl, I told her straight up, I'm gonna help you. You know what I mean, whatever you need, if you need help and whether Quran is doing what he's supposed to be doing or not, we're going to make sure he does. But even if he slacks for whatever reason, God forbid something happens and he loses his job. You know what I'm saying? We'll be there to help until he's able to get back on his feet and get another one and resume his duties. You know what I mean, you're not going to go without because something happened. I mean, we're, we're, we're your contingency plan. You know, that's so that's really where I'm at with that. Um. Yeah, man, I really wanted just to just talk about that today and, like, I don't know, like, let the listeners know a little bit more about me because on, on the show, we usually talk about other people, other things. I don't really get too much in detail about what's going on in my life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I was surprised. Um, like I said, we, you know, before we, before we hit record today, I was like, you sure you want to do this? Yeah, 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 <laughs> you, sure you did. You definitely. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure, you know, as, a, as somebody that cares about you, you know, I wanted to make sure that this was one was something that you wanted to do this way. Um, you definitely hit me with I'm, that two factor verification. Yeah, for sure. Like, <laughs> let let me go ahead and send you <laughs> your six digits before we hit Word. before Word. we hit record, and then and then Riverside tried to hit you with it too. Yeah, hell yeah. They say, like, hold up, brother man. <laughs> like you, sh- you but, sure? You sure? But I mean, I feel like within my music. And in my podcast and in all the media that I create, all the content that I create, I want people to know that I'm being genuine. I'm transparent. You know what I mean? I don't, I'm not faking the funk or whatever they say. I'm not capping whatever area you're fucking from. I'm not fronting. I'm just being genuinely me. And just like I can talk about other situations in the world, other people's problems, you know, other current events, I can talk about my own as well. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not scared to put myself out there and, you know. Let the people have let let be the be the topic of conversation for once. So, I'm gonna just share a couple of things that I wrote down prior to us getting started with, with this episode. Okay. How do you know if someone is a grandparent in their thirties? Don't worry, they'll tell you. <laughs> All right. 
I guess he checked box one. His whole podcast is about that. <laughs> Being a grandparent in your 30s is great until you realize that your grandkids are closer in age to your kids than you are. Oh, man. Let me see what else they said. What else, what else I wrote down. The only thing harder than being a parent in your teens is being a grandparent in your 30s. Damn. <laughs> this is the roast session that you were, that you were calling for. Uh, being a grandparent in your 30s it. means that you... <laughs> <laughs> being a grandparent in your 30s means that you can still relate to your grandkids, but you can also get to say things like, back in my day and when I was your age... <laughs> I just did that when I was telling this story. This is crazy. Oh, I'm so stereotypical. I'm such a stereotypical 30-year-old uh, grandparent, bro. Oh, There's nothing man. special about me. The best part about being a grandparent in your 30s is that you can still keep up with your grandkids on the playground. The worst part is that you can keep up with them on TikTok. <laughs> nah, that's crazy. Oh, oh that's man. crazy. Mm, that's all the roast man's roasting me with technology that's crazy that's oh cool. man hilarious cool. bro. i deserve Jeez. it i had a child young he had a child young i mean i'm gonna be the best the best og i could be Listen, man. and um take 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 lemons man to make lemonade bro that's that's what we all been doing i'm going to life, lemons, life lemons first of all let me you can't give lemons to grandpappies Give me some prunes. Take prunes and make fruit juice. Oh, bro, no, no, <laughs> bro, don't come, That's don't come I'm down at, here on the prune juice, bro. I'm bringing a home. Bro, you about to be bro. on a pe- home? Y'all made. both gonna be drinking Pedialyte? Homemade, bro. Homemade shit for your spouse. I'm bringing you some. Y'all, y'all both gonna be? It's y'all gonna both gonna be on it. a Pedialyte? <laughs> That's nasty. Prune juice That's with pulp. Prune juice. <laughs> That's nasty, bro. And bro. I like I like juice with pulp, but that's nasty, bro. It's gonna be a nectar. It's gonna be thick as butt. <laughs> y'all, y'all both, y'all both gonna be, y'all both gonna have diapers on, bro. Like, you so I depends. feel bad for her. I feel bad. See, I feel bad for my woman because I made her an un. I mean, I was an unwitting, like, grandparent, but like, she really like this. Like, this ain't even her real son. This is she. She got. She took on this baggage, and now we didn't gave her more. Fucked up. Fucked up. I'm surprised she ain't leave me. It's crazy. Can't be with a grandfather at that age. Let me say something right now. That woman love you. I mean, I hope so. Hope so. The way I be putting. Nah. Hey. 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 Uh. Yeah, man. man. That's all. I. I, That. That's the. That's the. You y'all y'all are gonna be y'all are gonna be straight. Y'all are gonna be straight. It's gonna be good. Oh man. I thought you was I thought I thought you was gonna hit me with some of the some real foul jokes. I'm glad you went with I'm, I'm glad nah, you kept I ain't the whole thing. This is glad you kept the whole thing. Yeah, wholesome. this is real life, bro. I can't I, I, I there was some other stuff, but I'm like, there is there is this is this is already heavy enough, man. I, I can't do that to them. I can't do that. I can't do that to somebody I love. <laughs> Somebody hit me out earlier. They was like, oh, bro, so what's going to come first? The, your grandbaby or the ring? Dang. I like, don't put that on me. Don't put that on me. Don't put that on me, Ricky Bobby. No, 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 Get no. Get out no, of no. here. No, yeah, you, no, but yeah, you need to do that. You need to, you need to go ahead and do that. Bro, I can't that afford a ring. I'm about to be a new, I'm about to be a grandma. Where's my, where's my thing? <laughs> you, you need to do that. Man, sure. lo-fi me. Yeah, you need to do that, bro. Bro, I can't afford. I can't afford all that. I'm about to be a new granddad. I'm about to be a new grandfather. I can't bro, afford that. You better now. Nah, you better make it happen. Just like he about to make it happen. You better make that happen. Oh my goodness, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that woman. That woman love you, boy. I'm gonna have to do a GoFundMe, bro. I heard those things are expensive. It's bad. Well, we'll talk. We'll talk. <laughs> we can talk right now. We, we keep we keep it on the pod. Yeah, Black Friday deals. Black bro, Friday. I'm about to see Black Friday now. deals on the ring, bro. Listen, listen. I'm just letting keep you this know, episode bro. away from her. I pro- I pro- I proposed <laughs> to Chelsea on November third. 
<laughs> Man's a smart, see? See? That boy's a thinker. Nice. I was that gonna boy's go a thinker. How much do you think she loved me? I would advise you not to do that. <laughs> how much do you think she loves me? <laughs> More than throwing a penny in a wish, <laughs> wishing well. I'm just saying, man, if, 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 if it's real love, then it shouldn't matter. Right? I mean, if you're going to do that, you might as well go back in time, put your quarter in a little machine at the back of the uh, supermarket or at the front bro. of the supermarket and just turn that thing. They be having some hot fire in there, bro. And just hope I... And hope her finger don't turn green. Nah, what if, what if, so look, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to do, and this is how I know if it's meant to be. I'm going to put a, a, a coin in there. I'm going to turn it. If her birthstone comes out on the fucking thing with the ring, you know they have the little color stone. her birth, this, how, <laughs> this is how I'm going to know if it's that's meant gonna know. to be. Bro, that's destiny right That's how you know it's destiny, that's bro. Destiny? Like, I left, that's destiny? That's destiny? That's way, bro. that's, Whoa. I feel no, like like, God, like God, he's going to lead no, me God, to God. the correct machine. All, of all the machines in all the world, I got to the one that had this in it. And you're the very putting, next one was you're, this. You're, you're putting... God ain't say nothing about no vending machines. I'm not saying I'm going to give her that one. I'm saying if that one comes out, then that's a sign to go to the real Bro, store. <laughs> do, you, do you listen to this right now? You already... You, there's already enough signs. There's already enough signs. Listen, man. The fact that somebody Listen. said that to you earlier is enough signs. That's the that sign. That means there's people in my fucking <laughs> business. That means that people need to get the fuck up out of my business. That's what that means. <laughs> <laughs> means people care more about my life than I do, goddammit. <laughs> That's funny as heck, yo. That's hilarious. Yeah, I'm, so I'm surprised somebody came for you like that, though. That's <laughs> wild. coming for me, bro. Start fucking Who had the cojones on to back. say that to you, it's bro? Like they don't put them on blast, but it's cool. That's cool. I'm not going to yeah, give him free airtime. They ain't pay for sponsorship. Yeah, now that's... Mm. Speaking Damn. of, this portion of your show is brought to you by Trojan Condoms. Use them or I, you will be in the same situation I'm in. Actually, show me your ember, bro. Where's your ember at? Oh, it's downstairs, bro. I was on the pit. Oh, don't worry about it then, man. We can't even get, we, we can't even get the ember. Can't even just, hey, this show has been sponsored by Crystal by way of Ember, or Ember by way of Crystal. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like, yo, no, if y'all don't know what that is, bro, like, it's one of those, it's like a coffee, uh, it's a coffee, what is it, a tumbler? And that be like, you know how like the Yetis keep your shit like hot or cold? This takes it a step above. Like, you press a button. First of all, you can customize it like digitally. Like, it's an app. And you can write your name on the app or write whatever you want. Like, don't touch my shit. And boom, like, it comes up on the fucking cup. It's crazy. It's insane. But anyway, it's a button. You can set the temperature to how hot you want to keep your beverage. Could be coffee, tea. I don't know. You can, pee, you can keep your fucking ramen in that bitch. Honestly, keep the band with you. Like, vegetable soup heated up. Boop, button on the bottom. Now your shit is hot. Piping. It's crazy. I just thought all of that, all of those uses just came off the top of my head just now. <laughs> you did, bro. That's insane. Man, man, man took it I should ramen, definitely get a bro. fucking... Like a deal for that. Like, give me a commercial, bro. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I'm, I'm trying to turn. I'm trying to turn you into corporate Jesto. You fight, bro. Me. Who's who owns Ember? Is Ember <laughs> the corporate is the corporate name for the company, bro? Because I need to know who owns that. I think so. I think I'm so. Gonna to, I'm gonna have to send them this so. episode. I'm trying to make. I'm trying to make you corporate Jesto, man. Bro, I'm gonna have to send. Yeah, yeah, bro. I'm. I mean, see me as my little V neck on my little polo V neck on today. I'm yeah, I see. My... Listen, I, when you stepped on, I was like, "Damn, I came. I came to the party underdressed." Nah, I mean, I'm not special, not special. I'm like, I had something to do earlier today. I had something to do earlier today. So I was like, you know what? Instead of getting changed to something comfy, let me just, you know what I mean? Be me. I did, you know, my wife did shave my head today. So that. I was about to say, there's a special gleam off that bean, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Let me say something, man. Chelsea, it's the Chelsea touch, man. Chelsea touch. Speaking oh. of Chelsea, not your wife, but just the name in general. I saw some nice Chelsea mm-hmm. boots that I want to get. I think I'm. I think I'm gonna get my boot game up. Listen, man, you about to be you about to be more corporate than me, bro. bro you get those? I'm gonna get boots? a brown and I a think, black. I feel like I feel like Chelsea been wanting me to get Chelsea boots for some years. I never and had any. I'm gonna get a pair. I'm I'm scared, bro. Don't get no Chelsea. 
bro. You bro, it's Atlanta. I feel like I feel like I have a, I, I, <laughs> bro. I'm gonna be different out there with them boots on, baby. First of all, them them are all season boots. <laughs> you going you, you gonna be different, all right? Them is all season boots. And nah, fuck that. Nick's out there wearing the big ass mischief boots and big ass red boots. Get out of here. I'm gonna be all right. Yo, yo. Don't come down here and don't listen, bro. I'm gonna tell you something right now. Do not listen. come down here with all that hair and uh, some Chelsea boots, bro. <laughs> they gonna think the cartel is invading, bro. It's gonna be crazy. What? <laughs> what? the fuck this motherfucker came from? Arizona? <laughs> oh man, don't do that, bro. You will. <laughs> I'm doing it. I'm doing it. So, uh, so, uh, what side? Of, what side of the team you play for? <laughs> Bro, first of all, I keep my my hair. It's not even in a man bun. It's like in a nice man style thing. This, tie that's up. What, I'm trying, what I'm trying to tell you, bro. Don't do that. Don't do that with some Chelsea bro, boots down here, bro. I tell you, bro, you already know. You already know what I keep packing on me. That was sounding gay in this conversation. That was crazy. <laughs> um, <laughs> that sounded crazy. Wow. See, this, 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 this episode is clearly going on too long. <laughs> Bro, anyway, nah, ain't nobody gonna say nothing crazy to me, you know. Everything, anything I could think of saying is gonna revert to some crazy shit, bro. Sounded like I can't think of anything to say. Everything I was gonna say was just gonna be like, "Hey, yo, just do." Anything you say with that hairstyle and some Chelsea be gonna be wild, bro. You know what? And I just imagine, I just imagine you in the Chelsea boots saying it to Bro, me. I'm a beta test it. I'm a beta. I'm coming down there in November oh. with this sweater, you just, Chelsea you just, boots, and this hair. You beta test. That sounded crazy again. See, see, <laughs> can't win here, bro. Can't win for shit. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, beta test. Bro, only a nerd like beta you would fucking testing. laugh at something like that. Oh, <laughs> beta testing is wild, bro. Yeah, it is quite. It is quite a, uh, quite insane. Oh, I told you everything man. I think of saying, nothing sounds politically correct, bro. Like I'm gonna do some fucking, I don't know. I don't know what to say, bro. I'm gonna test it out. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> test the waters with my outfit, not, my the, not the crazy time, waters. My just... first time, my first time was in Atlanta. <laughs> nah, nah. I mean, no, I have, I have, I've, I've listen, listen. I've had, a, I've, I've had some first in Atlanta. I've had some first in Atlanta, but that ain't gonna be one of them. Okay, I've had some first oh, in Atlanta, man. but that I was will just not testing be one it out. I was, God damn it! I was just testing it out. I'm just testing them betas. But test it when I just testing betas. <laughs> sounds but crazy. I get there. Crazy, crazy. Oh man! Oh, it's gonna be a few That's episodes funny. before we. These, have are, you back. We, these are just jokes, y'all. These are just nah, jokes. It's gonna be a few That's episodes funny. before we have you back on the show. We're gonna have to oh, go. We're gonna have to go a little you, while man. before we invite you back. <laughs> that was great. That was great. <sighs> well, now that I've become the laughing stock of my own show. Oh, I appreciate hey, man. you, man. I appreciate hey, man. you. It was all love. It was fun. I fun. No, it, was, it was fun. It was fun. I got to I got to express how I feel about some certain things. Um, I got to to gain a little insight from you on your perspective. You know what I mean? From um, you know, being one of my close personals and the outside looking in, and being able to just give me your view on the situation and myself, and that helped a lot. You know, so oh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a journey, bro. But, you know, he has people like me and I have people like you and Crystal. So, should be all right. Listen, man, we're here for you, bro. And y'all, and you here for me. So, I, I tell Crystal oh, all the time, like, you, uh, you didn't just, just as impactful. Just as impactful. Absolutely. So, we do, we do a life together, man. So, Absolutely. I mean, hopefully, hopefully, we don't need to have one of these talks for you for many, many years. <laughs> oh, let me tell you something right now. <laughs> hopefully, ain't Jay, Jay even getting around. <laughs> Katana, Katana, 
<laughs> sword is <laughs> always ready. Oh man. And Jay, oh. Jay knows. Jay knows. So yeah. But yeah, again, I appreciate you stopping by, man. I appreciate everybody for listening. Oh, again, as always, whether you're listening on Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Amazon, iHeartRadio, whatever it is, man. Hit that bell, hit the subscribe, boom, boom, bing, boom, booms, all of that shit. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you get the notifications for when new episodes get posted, keep you up to date on, you know, things we talk about, things that go on in our lives. We talk about other people's lives, too. I mean, sometimes things are controversial. Sometimes they're just personal. Sometimes we're just having fun. But either way, always going to be here, man. Again, appreciate you guys. And until next time, this has been Nobody's Favorite Podcast. Later. Stopping it up now. Did it stop? All right. It's still stopping. It's been stopping for like fucking 15 seconds.